I mean, hell, I think I had a dream of like opening a bar or a restaurant when I was like 25. I think like every, everyone has that dream, you know, and, you know, and so many fail, but I think that happens with trading a lot because people just have these unrealistic expectations of what it takes. And if, I mean, if you got one or two green months and you're ditching that job, oh man, come on. Or the have to, like what I hear from some new traders are like, I have to make this work. This has to replace the XYZ job that's terrible. And I'm like, as soon as you're in the landscape of have to, you're already burdening your cognitive ability to, this is already so hard. And now you're putting extra pressure on yourself. How can that help your trader? It's going to hurt it. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast, everyone. Uh, back here with Kim and Steven talking about, you know, it feels like this has been a little bit of a, a recurring episode here the last six months. But every time we do like this quote unquote state of the market discussion, we talk about, oh, it's the wildest thing, you know, and, and I'll talk about my 15 years, Stephen will talk about his four years. And then it's like a month later and it gets wilder. And there's, there's more, more moves, more stocks. I mean, I think about yesterday, yesterday morning was, was, well, yesterday was kind of the, the one day pause in the EV sector. You know, we'll see, we'll see where we go here post Thanksgiving, but like yesterday morning, I would, there was like 25 EV stocks gapping up all of them at all time highs you know, Tesla was at all time highs. It was just like, I got to the point where it's like, I cannot manage this. I don't even know what to do right now. What's and today's date? Again, What's today's date? Today's the 25th, November 25th. November 24th was, was the day that, that, you know, the EV sector kind of finally crashed into the rails for, we'll see, in my opinion, a couple days. Okay. We get past Thanksgiving, we'll see what happens. But Anyway, it, it all kind of stopped yesterday, but up until then, multi, multi-day, multi-week, multi-month moves out of these stocks, and it's just, what we're going to talk about today is, 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 I think this is the new normal. We'll kind of see what everybody else thinks and, you know, and how to trade this, and, you know, and, and an interesting thing, though, you know, I know Stephen and I constantly have these debates about long versus short, but the simple fact is... If you know what you're doing, if you can be patient, yesterday was the day, quote unquote, everybody, you know, of course, I was like, the th- I always like to joke about the, the guys that, that knew not to short for 30 straight days, but they knew yesterday was the day, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but yesterday, I mean, everyone cleaned up on the short side because it was that first red day and everything after the open dropped and nothing upticked. I mean, they all closed on the yeah. end of the day. Most of them gapped down today. So it was like the perfect day. So welcome back, Kim. Welcome back, Stephen. I think I kept the, you know, 
in the standard Bowen fashion. I try and keep the introduction under 75 minutes. I think I got it in at 74 minutes. Welcome back, everyone. So Good to be here. Aloha, Stephen. Yeah, hello there. I mean, I, I just want to pick up, like, I've seen, like, one, like, we've been at this for four years, right? I've seen one hot sector run. I've seen, like, two hot sectors run, but but this was just the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life because EV was the longest and potentially still is the longest. I mean, I know we back in the day ran, but EV was running for a really long time. And then wow. somewhere two thirds into the EV sector, we started having Bitcoin hitting yep. 52 week highs. And I'm just thinking, what the hell is going on? We've got EV running and then we've got Bitcoin in the and, and, and the Dow. I mean, I, oddly enough, I talk about the Dow or I talk about all the EV. And when we say EV for everyone, most of you probably know we're talking electric vehicles. That's the shortcut. But uh, but the Dow hit 30,000 yesterday, too. So it's like you got Bitcoin at 20 grand. You got the Dow at 30K. And then you got 35 EV stocks that are all at 52 week highs, all time highs. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. So, but, but, but like I'm looking at NIO, right. And I'm saying like NIO Chinese good business model. It's got that replacement battery theory going on, which is different to Tesla, which is cool. Right. It's not, it's not like a fake Tesla, like Nikola became. Um, and it's, and it's, and I'm like, Neo is, is going higher and higher and higher. Nothing can ignite the EV sector more. And then Tesla goes on the S and P 500. And I'm just like, Oh my God. I'm just like, oh my God, what is going on? And then Bitcoin never was meant to come back, pushes through 52 weeks, pushes through all-time highs. And I'm like, oh my God. And then DPW, which is kind of a different sector for me. It's like a parts manufacturing shipping kind of sector. Well, remember DPW is super sketch. Remember they, they were one of the crypto runners four years ago because they put a super... They put a Superman logo on their power supply and were like, hey, we're crypto. And they ran back then. Then they pivot to EV again. So, But then DPW ran huge just because it hops on whatatever's hot. And then MDGS. Was it MDGS? No, OPTT. The the sketchy of all sketch stocks. And I mean, I remember Tim Grattani put out a tweet uh, on the night before the EV sector crashed, just being like, look, there's so much to do. I don't even know what to trade in. And as I'm pro and with you in the morning, there was too much to trade. You didn't know what to do. And I was like, look, I can only trade four stocks with size. I've got BLNK. I've got like SOLO. I've got OPTT. And I've got, uh, what, what is it? DWP. Is it? It's about the name. DPW. DPW. Yeah. So outrageous, outrageous market. So Kim, like, you know, again, like from a civilian yeah. standpoint, you know, yeah. I mean, now again, obviously you're in the trading world. That's what you yeah. do every day, but you're not, you know, I kind of think of you more like a general back at headquarters. It's true. You're not, you're not, you're not one of the grunts the like Stephen and I, we're down in the trenches, you know, you with bullets. You're in the foxholes. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, a, I mean, I'm in the air conditioned over, but you call it lair looking yep. out over the troops. Are they, are they okay? Do they have enough water? producer cue up one of my favorite songs of all time uh, uh black sabbath war pigs so so kim, kim is the war pig back in the air conditioned office sending me and steven out to die <laughs> we don't die because we're strong morphos we don't die i'm sending you guys out to die you guys have all volunteered for this service i'm here like you know a oh she sounds just to- man you sound just like the the politician sending them off to war oh these boys all signed they have volunteered you know 
They, they, they all wanted this. It's, their, their blood is not in my hands. There are times when traders actually think I'm talking them out of trading because I'm telling them to be so careful about the danger of the front line. And they're like, but you're supposed to help me be a trader. I'm like, sometimes we have to step away. So, so I'm not pushing you guys to that. But, but, but like in the, like in, in your world, are, Cause like for me, and I, I, I don't think I've told this story on the podcast, you know, everyone knew, you know, around my community, you know, I, I coached you sports. I had a, a small business. I mean, air quotes, everybody knew me. Okay. Yeah. But they, everyone kind of knew I day traded, but yeah. I never got asked about it. 2020. I mean, I got 14 year old kids that are like, Hey, you know, I heard you day trade, you know, and, it's just, it's, it's wild how it's so much more out there, in my totally. opinion. Now, do you see the same thing or not? Absolutely. I have everybody from my housekeeper to <laughs> people that I meet just when they see my sign, the Wall Street coach outside my office. And they're like, hey, do you think you could teach me how to day trade? I was like, I have some people who can, but, but I also don't get the sense that you have ever opened a newspaper like the Wall Street Journal in your life. <laughs> and I'm thinking you might want to investigate a couple of books. Uh, and even there's another woman uh, that reached out to me the other day. Her 17, She's a trader and her 17-year-old son is a tr- starting to get into trading and she wants to know what books to start him on. So here, here's a woman who's trading who probably never would have done this before a few years ago. And her 17-year-old is going down this path, which I kind of love because that tells me like if the young kids have somebody who really understands what it's about, how to manage their expectations. But yeah, it's all over the place. And, and that also gets me a little nervous because- Well, and that, you know, and, and Steve and I want you to answer the same question, but like Kim, for me, like- the dot-com boom, that's when my business was in full startup mode. So yeah. I, I mean, we were legit working, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours a day. I, and I remember I've always had an interest in the stock market, yeah. but I just didn't have time to really pay attention in 99, 2000. Now, where were you, you know, 99, 2000, were you around it or, or what were you doing? Are you asking Steven? No, no, you, you. Oh, you're I was going to say, I, I, was like yeah. se- I was like seven yeah. years old. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was, Stephen, I was, Stephen was in the same room he's in right now. Actually, he was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I had just started working in finance. I just got hired for, by uh, a community bankers trade association of New York State. So Now, I the reason just I asked started, that question, yeah. was it like this? I mean, was it like every, now, obviously, you were in New York, but. Was it, I mean, we're, we're 14 year olds, 17 year olds talking about trading or not? I, I don't know that I was experiencing those questions or <clears throat> seeing those questions, Fair but enough. I specifically chose to go into finance because I felt that's where the money was. Okay. So it was, it was even inspiring me, of course, you know, Colin, uh, Jim, uh, Roger's book, The Investment Biker, but I re- and Liar's Poker, those both had come out. Didn't they come out about that time? Maybe a little before, maybe a little yeah, before. 90s-ish, five, five years, probably. 90s, yeah, yeah, late yeah. 90s, right? And I remember thinking to myself, okay, where is the money? 
where can I really make the most money? So even that I went for that opportunity, because uh, I had two opportunities to choose from. And I was like, you know what, I think the, the finance world is the place to go. And, and this was, uh, I was so naive, and so really didn't know. But that even that I had that sense that that's where the money was. And that's where I was going to be able to potentially create a different future for myself. That says to me, I must have been picking up on it, you know. Now, Stephen, are you seeing the same thing? I mean, are you like, I mean, are people just like, and I mean, obviously I know people aren't just walking up to you on the street, but like people you knew from in the past, friends. I mean, is to me, it's like everyone's talking about day trading for me. Mm, I mean, I mean, look, it's, it's obviously every, you guys do have computers in, in England, right? Nah, like, do you guys have internet over there? I'm talking to you, Howie. Um, oh, oh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> nah, but I mean, I would honestly, I would say that no one in maybe Newcastle that I personally know is talking about it because it's the American markets, right? The American markets are on fire. The British markets, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even pay attention. But uh, nah, it's all in America. So for me, it, it's not okay. really, not really, nah. But but there's a boom on the internet, right? I see a boom on the internet. I, I see you getting hit up by people all the time. So, well, it's the phones too. I mean, think about the technology of yeah. our phones just in the last twenty years. I I feel like that that access, those apps, all give people the opportunity instead of playing the damn games, which I've never related to on your yeah. phone. <laughs> people are like, how about instead I play another kind of game? It's just, you know, it's not a game, but they can make so, it. A so lot before more. we move on, I mean, you kind of you, you kind of started down that path, you know, and I'll ask both of you. I mean, now I know Steven, your experience is a little bit different, but I mean, do you I think it's a good thing. I, I love it. Now, again, I've been around. I know, you know, again, I've I've been doing this for 15 years. I know what you know, I know my setups, I know what to trade. You're never done as a trader. But to me, I always like the, I mean, the more newbies out there, the better. So now I don't want anybody to fail. I want everyone to do well. But at the end of the day, the more newbies, the better. Now, now you started to say it worried you a little bit, but. Well, it worries me just because when, you know, heck, I remember the story you tell all the time, Tim, that when people, when you were on that business trip and everybody was talking about Bitcoin, you were like, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is a little silly now. And it's all the way back though. It's all the way back. It's true. This is true, but it did take a little while to get there. So I think it's just that sense of, you know, whenever it, it, uh, it there is a feeling of a bubble, not in the market per se, although possibly there too, but there's this bubble of like, if if I, everybody who has never done this finance even concept before, never even read a book, never even understood the concept of risk, if they're all plowing in, potentially there's a lot of people that are going to get burned. And then what? You know, I, I don't know. Maybe there'll be people to replace them. But like, how many how many can be replaced till there's not that many players? I don't know. Just what do you, what do you think, Stephen? No, like I, I think this has been going on for hundreds of years and for hundreds so. of years, people have been losing and then learning. I mean, it's maybe happening on a slightly bigger s- scale right now that more people are trying and losing. But I mean, look, people will lose money sports betting. People will lose money hmm. in casinos. People will lose money on gambling on small businesses. Yeah. 
look, everyone's going to have some money at some point and, and try and make it. And, and if, if more experienced traders and right now I'm, I'm doing all right. And obviously Tim and, and the guys have done for years, like right now it's, we're doing a good job and I'm, and I'm taking some of that money, but I, I really believe that in the years in the future, the ones that deserve to make it and the ones that put the work in, maybe we'll take some of their money now, but we'll be giving them a helping hand because the ones that the survive and that last the longest, we, we all the veteran trainers all give them a helping hand and pull them up and be like, wow, you've been in this game a while. You're starting to show some signs of promise. Like I remember as soon as I got profitable, as soon as I got profitable, I was getting top traders starting to hit us up being like, oh, well done. Ah, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing that. Nice. And when I started getting more and more profitable, I started having even more traders again being like, oh, did you see this that I traded? Did you see that? I took it like this. How did you take it? Nice. So when people show promise, the top yeah. traders pull them up. Beautiful. So it's more like um, there's so many bad people that you've got to distinguish yourself a little bit before you get that hand. Yeah. But yeah. does that make sense though? Like, you will give your money as tuition, but then you'll get the hand up from those who took it. So it's yeah. kind of a full circle. Yeah. But I want to turn the question back on you, Tim. What, what do you feel about this and th- these people every time Dick and Harry piling in? What do you, what's your Again, I think it's great that? because, you know, well, number one, <laughs> if, if, I, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're, in, you're in very few, okay? If you're, if you're listening to this, it's because you want to learn this niche. Now, again, there's going to be, like Steven said, I mean, people, you know, people, I mean, listen, you want to talk about get rich quick mentality. I get like 10 imposters on Instagram a week and people oh send them money. Okay. I know. You know, and, 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 one, there was one that was 14,000 followers. That was fraudulent of yours that I reported last week. Yep. Yep. Crazy. So, because what they did, well, number one, I want everybody to know. Whether and Stevens probably had fakers too. I mean, if, yeah. if if there's ever an account that asks you to like trade their money, it's a scam. Report it. But just so you to educate you, Kim, what they do is they just follow everybody. Yep. Follow, 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 and then people follow them back, and then that's uh, how they totally. build up their follower account, uh, and then that's how they look legitimate because people are like, oh, that was more likable than you. Exactly. Yep. The problem. Totally. Yeah, they're, they're, they're nicer. Yeah. No, they're, 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 he's this per, this fraud account is using the same things you're using. And that, yep. and that's how I'm finding them. They're connecting to me and yes. I see the extra O or the, you know, even Matthew, like there's little signs that tells me, okay, this is not legit. And I, I must spend half my time on Twitter blocking and reporting for you yeah. and for, a bunch of other people in the circle. So anyway, yeah, I tell you, it's, it's it, not to get too off topic, but it bums me out because geez, I think the, uh, there was a guy that's, I think there was one guy that sent like $45,000 oh, to one of these scammers. God. And I mean, he's hit, he's hitting me and you know, like, how do I get this back? And I'm like, I can't help you, bro. I mean, they're in China or wherever of they course. are. It's, it's- like, professional so scamming it, it screws up my excuse my it messes me up for days man it bums me out but anyway um back to the newbies my point is there's always yeah. going to be that get rich quick mentality yeah but what excites me about right now is the access to information whether it be this yeah. podcast there's a yeah. bunch of podcasts you know be the story chat you know chat with traders i mean none of this stuff existed you know, 20 years ago, like, like, and, and, you know, in the dot-com boom, I just like, if you were, 
and maybe some listeners were out there were trading some of these things back then. I mean, with what were your tools? Yahoo Finance. I mean, that was about it, you know, and, and you didn't have the podcast. You didn't have the YouTube videos. You didn't have all these resources. So that's why I think it's sustainable, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and that's why I think it's different than, than the dot-com boom that's where, right. you know, everyone air quotes, everyone got destroyed, but yeah. um, cause just the access to information is so much different. Yeah. Yeah, so and and also what you said remember what you said about Portnoy that once he left gambling and started to do the market he was never going to go back and I yep. think that is probably going to be the case I almost wonder if it is if you correct that it is sustainable then probably all those gamers all not all the gamers but some of the gamers some of the gambling uh, pros they're going to they're going to stay here because they're like, oh, this is actually maybe more profitable. Well, like Stephen, for you, I mean, trading's more interesting than poker, isn't it? Um, I loved poker. I love the social elements of poker, but th- there's many drawdowns. There's too much luck in poker, and um, mm. there's, it's there's too many skilled players. And often with poker, there's like eight people on the table who are good, and you look for the one fish. Where with trading, <laughs> there's tons of fish. There <laughs> you tons go. Of yeah. people who are rubbish at it. <laughs> so nah, I mean, I used to love poker, and my dream was that I, I hoped that I could love trading. And now, as times have turned, and I've made more money from trading, I've, I've like seriously become like it's like a total love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me, I've got a million hobbies, but there's nothing as interesting as finance and trading i mean there's a yeah. i mean it's like there's a reason i do you know five live streams a day i just love <laughs> exactly. i love i love talking it i mean there's always something new it's always changing you know it, it's like yeah again i yeah. nothing is as interesting as as short in my opinion short-term trading yeah. day and swing trading and just finance in general i mean it's where all the action is you for know, sure it's like, for sure what are you what are you gonna you know listen if you love quilting like i love building cabinets right. okay yeah. Building cabinets is one of my hobbies. There isn't that much new in cabinet. Okay? <laughs> exactly. It's kind of been the same thing for 500 years. I mean, totally, there might totally. be some new tool, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's just, it, it's kind of the same. Yeah. Every yeah. day, you know, but, every but day tra- there's something new. There's, yeah, there's trading, you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Trading, yeah. You never yeah. know what's going to happen. So yeah. like, look, at the end of the day, we're watching candles, green and red, go up and down, right? That's, that's yeah. it. That's what we're doing. But it's just the excitement of like, is the world going to change? Yeah. Are we going to see something we've never seen yeah. before? Am I going to make some money today? Like, yeah. am I going to lose? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. How to and be, it, and being it's... plugged in to every, you know, hot sector and understanding what's happening in the world globally. I, I, it is, I think it's pretty hard to top. It's the ultimate uh, soap opera. It's the ultimate wow. soap opera. But it's the competition though. Like, yeah. honestly, the day before the EV sector fell, short, God blown up to hell and like when i didn't blow up i'm like oh my god i'm so proud that i've like had the discipline <laughs> that's so great to not to not yeah. fall there's a good analogy i've just remembered you reminded me of it kim T- tim will like it um shorting the front side of a move is like being on the front line of a wall yep you're gonna get murdered on the way up and you just use as the weak cavalry before yep. the A team of the shorts come in and pound that down and pound the enemy. The the front line is like the front side. Mm. I didn't get as good a reaction as I as I wanted. <laughs> no, it, no, I love it. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking of, you know, 
I, you know, I was just visualizing the, the terrible, terrible tactics of the British Army, you know, trying to take on the badasses of the American guerrilla warfare. And you just march out the bodies, man, and you'd let them get mowed down. That was your guys' strategy. Oh, my God. You're too funny. You're too funny. You're too funny. All right. So we have Steven. Do you remember, remember that? Giving the country back vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll give the rest of the world their countries back vaguely. Yeah. All right. So we have a question, guys, from Ivan that we're going to answer because he wants to understand how to, you know, prepare financially for himself when he can potentially quit his day trade, his day job. Ah, uh, yeah. Trading full time. I remember this. Yeah. You want to you want to speak to it first, Stephen? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying I remember. You, you can read out the question, though. Okay, oh, I'll read out the question. So he says, uh, when I need to know when we can quit our day jobs and start trading full time financially. You know, for example, Stephen's story. Can I have some exact numbers about monthly, quarterly expenses and income, et cetera? Uh, li- living at home is pretty cheap, so uh, <laughs> par- <laughs> my parents cook me food. <laughs> No, but um, in all in all reality, I'll not give you the exact numbers because I, I get worried about talking about money and stuff and what people think about it and how they perceive it. But um, yeah, like I was I was in credit card debt when I started trading, like thirty k, like thirty thousand dollars of credit card debt. I was a mess. But um, so I got to myself over like four or five years where uh i had about i had more than fifty thousand dollars in the bank so i thought all right i've got more than, i've got more than 50k in the bank um and i was making like ten thousand fifteen thousand dollar months at best and at worst i was having like the odd one thousand dollar red month um so like this year I'm, i'll clear like 60k this year probably i'm on like fifty six thousand. so i'd say tim sykes said it to me he's and and i, I live by it the advice he gave to me is don't quit your job until you've made at least 50 grand in the market and I would add on top and make sure you've probably got about 50 grand savings. I'd say that's that's a point. Mm-hmm. And, and make sure you're in a career where you can get the job back if it doesn't work. I mean, because I might be full time in a couple of years in advertising again, but and try and have a side hustle. So you're not so you wean yourself off like I freelance advertising even now, like a lot of my salary or some of my salary is freelance advertising. So don't quit right away. Try and do freelance, have some money in the bank and make sure you're making at least make sure you've made like 50K in the market. What's the but amount Tim, of time? Tim, What's the amount of time? Um, every everybody's different. Like I know, yeah. I'll never forget. Like Kyle, I always think of is it Kyle Williams? Like, yep, he's he's yeah. He I always compare. I try and compare myself to him. I'm not as good as him, but I know he had like a forty. He had like he he was not profitable for a couple of years, right? Um, and then on his third year, he made forty k. His his fourth year, he made like a hundred k. And now in his fifth year, he's pro. I don't know. I don't paraphrase me on that, but he's making a lot more. So. I would always say if you're full-time, it's quicker than if you're part-time. Depends on how much you work, how dedicated you are, how much you're willing to learn from your losses. But I probably did on average about three or four hours a day uh, for about three years. And and on the third, third, third-ish year, going into the fourth year, I got full-time. But it, it was about four hours a day for four, four years to get full-time or three, three and a bit years. Yeah, I mean, for me, I basically agree with everything Stephen said if you're single okay yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. so the, you know i mean i mean listen there, there's there's, there's um you know it, it, it's such a tough question to answer because mm. 
it's so unique to your situation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, hell, if, you, if you're single and you got a million dollars in the bank, quit today, you know, but, but if you're, if you've got a family and you've got $30,000 in credit debt card debt, you can, you got years, you <laughs> yeah. got years yeah. before you're going to do it. So, I mean, that would be the biggest thing. Now I know I'm guessing a lot of listeners are going to be younger people that are maybe interested in this. I think Steven's advice was spot on. Yeah. Now, if you're an old man like me with a family, I say, never, an old man. I say, I, I say, I say never go full time, yeah. you know, again, unless you just have ridiculous results. I mean, listen, if, if you're, if you're an extreme outlier, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Okay. Yeah. I mean, now if you make $10 million next year, well, go full time. But, yeah. but my thing is if you can make it work with your business, I did it for eight years yeah. with my business. I made it work. Um, Cause the beauty of the business was I had health insurance. Okay. I mean, I mean, I had company, you know, it was my company, but the company supplied me health insurance. I had little kids. Okay. I had babies. When I started, I had a wife, a stay at home wife. Okay. You know, you, you got to take into consideration these things. And if you've got a job with benefits, yeah, I say never go full time because yeah. once you go full time, I mean, Hey, if you're in the U S and you got a family, day one, you got two grand in, in, in health insurance. Okay. You know, you know, you got, I mean, I mean, maybe things will change. I don't know, but I mean, it's thousands of dollars just in your health insurance. Okay. absolutely. And then you got your other bills and then say you get something unexpected. So I, that's why I always call trading the ultimate side hustle. That's what I love about it. I mean, I loved it when I had a business that was profitable doing well that I didn't necessarily have to micromanage. I could trade, I could check in, I could trade, I could check in, yep. try and get yourself in that position, you know, or freelancing, like Steven said, you know, maybe, maybe if you've got other skills and you're building websites that gives you a consistent income, you know, or, or again, you've got, you know, maybe you've got, I still, I, one of the coolest stories I thought from the pandemic, because I just appreciate this person's hustle because I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, but when the shutdown happened, they were working like at Facebook and the shutdown happens. They send their application to Google. They'd already been looking for jobs. Google hired them, hired them. I'm going to say him, whatever, her, him, her. I got to go back and forth. But but anyway, the story is they were working at Facebook and Google from home. Neither of them knew. And they were working like 60 hours a week and they were pulling full-time income from both of them. That's wow. the great thing about right now. Wow. So get yourself a job at Facebook working from home and then <laughs> and, and get your benefits and trade that's, on the side. That's you know? amazing. So. Yeah. I, I think it's such good advice. I'm so glad that that is what you're an advocate of because most of all, especially new traders, I feel like they are so going to be prone to overtrade. Well, and Stephen even made the, side you know, it's like, you know, Stephen made that point earlier, like with small businesses. I mean, it's like how many people have that dream of like, I mean, hell, I think I had a dream of like opening a bar or a restaurant when I was like 25. I think like every, everyone has that dream, you know, and, you know, and so many fail, but I think that happens with trading a lot because people just have these unrealistic expectations of what it takes. And if, I mean, if you got one or two green months and you're ditching that job, oh man, come on. 
Or the have to, like what I hear from some new traders are like, I have to make this work. This has to replace the X, Y, Z job. That's terrible. And I'm like, as soon as you're in the landscape of have to, you're already burdening your cognitive ability to, this is already so hard. And now you're putting extra pressure on yourself. How can that help your trading? It's going to hurt it. Sabotage it. I mean, if if you, you know, again, if you put yourself in that position, I mean, it's hard enough, it's man, hard good, enough. good luck. If you're like, if like, you know, your freaking mortgage statements past due exactly, and you're sitting down to day trade today, it's like, good luck, man. Yeah. So, but I, I would, I would honestly, though, I'd just say I wouldn't be that I'm more optimistic about it. Like, and maybe I'm naive, but. I would say, I would just say. No, but I'd you're say, in a different place here. I mean, listen, yeah, I got, I got a yeah. wife and I got a wife and two kids. You know, you're, yeah, a, no, you're a, you that, know. <laughs> even that into account. I, I know other people, Papa John, Roland Wolf got wife and tons of kids as well. But I, honestly, I would just say, I'd say 1% can do it. And whether you're that one in a hundred or I can be that one in a hundred, I would say one in a hundred will make it. One in a hundred will do it. 5% can maybe do it part-time, but your 1% will make it. Think about, um, there's, there's several traders I can think. With yeah, but even Kyle took three years. Like you just spoke to like, oh, even I, though I, he's going to be one of those one percenters, he couldn't in like six months just have probably quit his day job. No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not specifying a time period. I'm okay. just saying okay. over the course of five years with relentless effort and work and the right resources, if you do it slow enough, I mean, one, one in a hundred will make it, I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But Tim, Tim, what do you think? Do you don't agree? To what point? Sorry. To say that one one percent of people with or without families will make it full well, yeah. time. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But 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 my my retort is gonna be, are you willing to put in the time and effort that it takes to be that one percent? You know? Yeah. Kyle did. Yeah. Jack yeah. did. I mean, we've had Jack on the podcast twice. Basically, both those it was like an hour of me fanboying over Jack's work ethic. I mean, that's all it was. I mean, if you've watched those episodes, you'll know. I'm yeah. just like this. I mean, he's just like, he didn't care about anything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Except this. Yeah. And if yeah. you are that, yeah. then yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. It's yeah. just most people aren't that, you know, yeah. sucks. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, no, like but... someone, someone, because of, you know, I was doing all these live streams and stuff Yeah, and, and I've done, you know, every single day for like six months and someone made some comment about Dave Goggins. I'm like, man, I ain't even I'm like, just cause I show up and talk about stocks every day. I'm not even in his freaking zip code. I mean, mm-hmm. now, now could you be Dave Goggins, Stephen Kim? Sure. You know, Kim could be Courtney Doe Walter and Stephen could be, you know, Dave Goggins and run 300 miles in 24 hours, but are you willing to put in the time and the work to do it? Probably no not. Thanks. You know? No thanks. No thanks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, I don't want to run 200 miles in 24 hours. No thanks. No, no thanks. <laughs> I've seen his feet when he gets done. Oh, oh. Um, I'm out on the water trying to get better at paddling. And I I was watching some YouTube videos and one of the coaches on the, we have this uh, uh, Shell Va'a, which is like the best, you know, team in the world. And those guys train 14 hours. They have to paddle 14 hours a week. 
and, you know, and have full-time jobs and go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you know, my coach is like, you want to get better, Kim? Like she's telling me to watch these videos. I'm like, oh my God, 14 hours of paddling a week. Well, but that's, that's, and that's a great example though. It's yeah. like, you're not trying to be the 1% yeah, in paddleboarding. It's true. You know, it's you true. enjoy it. It's a hobby, you know, yep. but. Out, outrigger paddler, not paddleboarding. Oh, okay. I see, I see you should do more than 14 hours. I agree. So. No, but I don't know, guys. Like, I, I'm more optimistic about trading. I think more people can make it than that. Yeah, I think, you're but, optimistic, but, but you gave very uh, practical advice. I don't. I don't feel you're saying either. Neither of you are advocating. You three months in, quit your day job and go full throttle. Like neither one of you are saying that. Which and I keep, think keep some in people mind, are saying. Remember my point, Stephen. Is again, anyone can do it. Yes, it's just yeah, those people are fucking lazy and you know i mean my you know my favorite you know like when people will will like you know they're like i'm so unlucky in trading and and they're you know they're bag holding or they're short in the front side or stuff and i always give them that same code i'm like you know maybe you're unlucky or maybe you're stupid and make bad decisions okay there's a lot of people that are just stupid and make bad decisions and they're lazy and that's why only one percent make it all right. Anyone, not- anyone can do it, especially right now. Anyone. If, so. but, but let's talk also, I think one of the qualities that I just want to say, maybe ask yourself too, before you quit your day job is, do you feel you're very self-aware? Do you feel you're somebody who has been able to be with the hard to be with feelings that show up in life? How do you handle it when somebody who disagrees with your opinion or pr- points something out you didn't see before? Do you handle that well? Or do you freak out and get triggered? Because you're going to get triggered here all the time. So if you're not somebody who's done any work on yourself, not that self-aware, I would say start to engage in that kind of work or read those books or start to like hang out with people that have different opinions than you just to see how you do as a little tester. And I think you just got to love it. You know, like Steven. Yeah. I mean, it's like, to, you, you know, I always, you know, Steven's the same way. I mean, I was like my least, I, I say this all the time. My least five favorite part of the week is Friday night. You know, yeah. uh, most uh, people. Panic. Uh, panic. Uh, panic. Yep. I think, oh, oh, I might get depressed. It's the weekend. Yep. Oh, same oh. way. Same way, I man. I get depressed. Oh. Gonna have to do some meditations. Do some running. <laughs> Don't have the fix. Because it's like, God damn it. Not till Monday. <laughs> oh, but I'm not lying. And you're not lying either. Like, I'm like, nope. oh, oh, there's no more, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, but one thing that has gone away over the years is like, I can do an hour or two hours and I'm like, oh, like, say I did like nine, 10 hours yesterday. Like, the market's are on fire. I did like 10 hours. I can do four hours today and be like, right, you know what? I'm I'm walking away. Like I've had yep. me fixed. You know what I mean? I just can't go 48 hours without. It's a little bit, it's a little bit like alcohol. If you go on a big bender, you think, oh, I'll just have a few the next day and then I might take the next day off. But you, but you need it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think we kind of covered everything. Um, you know, again, I just... Uh, it's, I just, I'm excited. And again, I, I know I maybe sounded a little pessimistic at points, but uh, you know, I just, I love it. I love that, that the, you've got a supercomputer in your pocket. You've got unlimited access to information. You know, yeah. the moves are, I mean, multi-day moves, you know, we don't have the one and dones you used to have. I mean, and there's, and, and the I wish we did. I wish we did. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting, but I have to for that. 
But the thing is, you know, and, and the, the, the beauty of it is, is if you can be patient, mm-hmm. the short side has, I mean, there's never been a better time to short if you can just be patient. You know, you just can't, you can't be that frontline guy, you know, running in kamikaze style. You exactly. Know? You, you got to sit there and you got to wait for that first red day. I mean, yeah. it's so wild to me. And listen, I'm not saying every first day red day short works, but I think Steve will agree with me your odds you know you wait for that gap down you know and then you short into that gap down and then you cover it green red to green mm-hmm. and you keep doing that and then one day you get a blink down 30 percent, and you're like boom you know so yeah i know but i mean that, that setup just works so well because if you think of the psychology of every day someone's like oh i'm up i'm up more oh i'm up yep. more oh i'm up more then all of a sudden they're like whoa Today I'm down. I have too many, and obviously too many people in a row think that it's going to go down. Yep. Add the pressure of shorts hammering it. Like obviously it's going to happen. But can I can I before we all go? Can I just get some predictions, some Thanksgiving predictions? Um, can can we we'll each say one thing that we're all grateful for in the spirit of Thanksgiving? Because we'll, yeah. we'll not be recording. One thing that we're grateful for, and then predictions for the sectors for Bitcoin and the EV. You go first, Kim. Okay. I'm grateful for the both of you guys. I love you guys. I tweeted something out yesterday. I really do. You guys have educated me in so much. You've been so patient with me. You make me laugh. You're like the brothers I've never had. So I really am thankful for the both of you very, very much. And I'm thinking that actually Bitcoin and EV have not seen the highs. They're going to go higher just in this market that we have. I think they'll both go up. So, um, you know, when it comes to thanks, I mean, it's like, I, I try and show gratitude every single day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for all the listeners. You know, I, again, I talk about these live streams I do every day. I mean, there's you've got, I think almost 5,000 people a day on those things. And there's so many positive comments, people looking to learn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just, uh, again, I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that we can do this type of stuff. The technology is amazing. I always tweet about the golden age. I mean, it's just, yeah. I think we, I mean, there's a lot bad in the world, yeah. but there's a lot amazing in the world. And, and yeah. uh, I'm happy to be alive in 2020. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I know the pandemic sucks. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of things suck. You know, there's mm-hmm. still, you know, there's always going to be war. There's always going to be famine. There's always going to be poverty. Um, but man, it's uh, when you think about the, the access to information, technology, the markets, and being able to, I mean, again, I would have, how would I have ever met Stephen in Dubai or Kim in Hawaii? That's right. You know, so I mean, true. Like, it so would have true. never, never happened. So, yeah. Yep. Um, and then my predictions are, again, I think uh, I've said it several times. I think Bitcoin got ahead of itself in 2017. I think mm-hmm. 2021 is the year of Bitcoin. I think everyone should own some Bitcoin. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you got to go mortgage your house, but if you've got 500 bucks, oh. thousand bucks, I think you should own Bitcoin. I think you mm-hmm. should have exposure to that. Just like you should probably own some gold. You should own some, you know, if you, if you have the means, you should own some real estate. You should be diversified. Um, yeah. So I, and I think it's just, it's, it's finally time. I think Bitcoin got ahead of itself. And um, I mean, I'm just a huge fan of EVs anyway. Um, from a, Again, I'm a nerd technology standpoint. I just wish somebody would come out with a truck 
Did you no. see? There is a truck. There is a truck. I, I should have sent it to uh, you. They're not, but it's not, it's shipping. not, that, it's not well, shipping. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm so excited yeah. for you. I was like, ooh, uh, he's got an electric truck to take yeah, over the, the, the Rivian one is pretty cool. I mean, I mean, the, the Badger, the Nicola Badger was the coolest looking one, but that was all vaporware. Exactly. So, um, but, but all, I mean, listen, if I, I mean, I would have owned a Tesla five years ago. I just can't, a car, a car doesn't work for me. No, you know, I've got no. a, got a dead deer in the back of my truck right, right. now. I, <laughs> I can't really, you know, I got to get it over to the butcher later today. I mean, I can't really put that in the back seat no. of my P100D. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, or, or again, and I'm a handyman. I mean, that's not like I can strap a no. sheet of plywood to the roof of a Tesla. <laughs> so I think it's the future. Um, yeah. And I just think, you know, when you look at, you know, ride share and stuff like that. Yeah. I think when you, when you look at things changing in the world, I think, especially if you're in the city, there's just going to yeah. be more and more autonomous driving. Those are all going to be EVs. It's just, it's just like, to me, EVs are like, it's like the personal computer. You know, it's like you go back in the eighties and like yeah. one out of 10 families had a computer. It's true. Now my family, you know, when you count smartphones, yeah, there's four of us and we have 10 computers, you know, oh it's, my a, it's God. the same, you know, so when you totally. count phones, so, so, um, yeah. And then, and then other things I think that are huge, uh, gaming, gaming is one of the big ones. I keep, I think sports, particularly professional sports really mm. kind of goofed up through the shutdown. And I think there's so many, um, people that, you know, 30, 40 year olds that grew up gaming and now they've got real money. They've got real careers, yeah. You look at the esports revolution. I mean, they're filling yeah. state. Well, we're they were filling stadiums, but I think that's a big uh, boom coming too. I, I would definitely keep an eye on that, and then um, and then anything just stay, stay at home related fitness. Yeah. I mean, Peloton, Peloton still they can't build bikes fast enough. So Dow forty thousand by summer. Wow. Uh, I, 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 I've, I've had some short in MTC. I'm just watching that drop. I'm like yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> took it at took it at eleven off to be what rejection. I'm like, yes. oh, beautiful, nice, yeah. All yeah. right, so you're thankful for that, but what are you thankful for beyond that? <laughs> um, no, no, like I'm, um, I'm, I'm, if I'm thankful, I'm thankful for for you guys, uh, for the team, for stocks to trade. It's it's been a, it's I've been doing this podcast with you guys for about three years. Mm-hmm. Grateful for Sykes for like this published terrible trades for years and years in his name and just slump in his name and the in his blind faith that one day i'd make it and tim's letting me be on the podcast i was a losing trader on this podcast for bloody ever so i'm grateful for the blind faith and the confidence in me um and uh and i'm i'm grateful for me um me mom has a very addictive personality uh, she's addicted she can like she gets hooked on like reading books healthy things like reading books or playing ping pong and uh, that is transmitted into my DNA and all, all my three brothers. She, on the dick ping pong. She, she don't want, she don't want none of me on that ping pong table. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'll be playing you on Thanksgiving, but, um, but no, like somehow my family got like really, really addictive genetics. So like I'm addicted mm. to game. I'm addicted to trading. My brother's addicted to business. He's got a good successful business. And my other brother was really addicted to like cancer research and, and studying biology and genetics and we've all done really well based because of this uh, insane drive. So I'm just grateful for that. It's, it's, yeah. it's got me far. It's got me as far as I am now, my parents' bedroom. But, <laughs> but you're moving into your new place soon. But I've got a new place and uh, yes. yeah, it's, that's super cool. 
All right, your predictions for Bitcoin and EV. Um, oh, I mean, I hate to say it because I don't want to give Tim anything, but the EVs are probably going higher. Um, the problem, I don't think they're going higher right away. I, I think it's yeah. you're gonna you're gonna see a couple of months of consolidation and then they'll just push off again. Uh, but I don't think they're like racing to get higher. But I don't think they give, they're going back to the lows. Obviously, they'll they'll be a, a, an above. They'll not go half of you. You'll get near the highs. They'll they'll just be consolidating for a bit now. They've gone too far. And um, Tesla yeah, just hit an all time high just now. So. Really? When, do you know when Tesla's moving markets? Like, what do you know the date? I can't believe it. Uh, soon, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, so. But like, I, I heard things about hedge funds hammering Tesla saying it was overvalued. I heard from a lot of different people that it was. You know, and again, and listen, I'm not trying to say I'm smarter than the hedge funds. I just, my, my point is, <laughs> and I've made this point for two years. How do you put a value on Elon Musk's brain? You know, yeah. and, and when people say the market cap's too high, the market cap's too high, it's just like, how I, I mean i mean it's freaking the dudes colonizing mars you know it's like the the cars are <laughs> you know the cars are the most technologically advanced thing ever he's doing that starlink thing i mean yeah. you're probably yeah. a year from now you're probably gonna begin getting your internet from tesla you know it's like it's just i don't know how it's like apple you know it's like 20 you know it's like steve jobs i mean it's like yeah how do yeah. you how do you say or or bill gates microsoft yeah. okay yep Yep. You know, I'm sure in like 1982, Absolutely. people were like, oh, Microsoft overvalued, you know, and, and in late 80s. I mean, hey, I mean, obviously, Apple went through the rough times, but I mean, overvalued, overvalued. OK, Amazon. Look I, at Amazon. For Amazon. Per, yeah, not, you know, not even yeah. profitable yep. for how many years? And now who's, you know, yep. who's the richest man in the world? Yeah. Yep. So, yep. But, yeah. So. Well, Elon Musk, actually, that's the original. Well, number two, he's number there. two. Yeah, is so. he, I don't think so. I think he just, didn't he just, uh, didn't I think he, he just, just went to number two, but don't quote me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I've, yeah. I've, um, maybe he went above Bill Gates. So you're, you're right. You're, so. you're number two, but not, not, not somebody maybe to undervalue yeah, <laughs> or exactly. say it's overvalued. That's my point. That's my point. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so we're all going to have a great Thanksgiving. Well, Stephen, what are you going to do? Because you don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. Probably, gonna... um, uh, probably, I don't know. Probably just study stock charts because I've got nothing to do. <laughs> Go on Tinder. Well, oh, have some God. cans of Stella, stuff like that. <laughs> cans? No, beer probably. should never be in a can. It should always be in a bottle. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what do you nah, want? I don't you know. It's Come not on. a holiday for me. I'm trying to lose weight so I can get fat again over Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, happy Thanksgiving, Tim. And Tim. Happy Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving guys. to all, everyone out there. And this episode will come out after Thanksgiving, but you, you, you have our, our still our, our well wishes for the holiday. So um, as always, I would like to thank everyone for listening. Um, always go over to steadytrade.com. You know, anything we mentioned, we link there. You can get links to, you know, whether it's Spotify, anywhere you listen. Um, that's the best place to go to, to get access to everything. And, you know, hey, share with your friends. We like, we would love to see this continue to grow. We, we every, every month we get a little, little bit bigger and, and it's fun. It's, it's really, we really enjoy it. So share with your friends, head over to stayingtrade.com and we will see you next time.